0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stitch Please podcast. And as I say every week, this is a very special episode because this episode is taking place on July 12th, which is the day that Beyonce is starting her renaissance tour here in the United States. And I have, I'm pretty sure, three people who are more excited about that shit than anything. Amen. Than anybody else. They are so excited that they have already made outfits to stunt on all of y'all. And we are giving you the opportunity to catch up. And so if you are in a sad position like me and you know you will not be going to the Renaissance Tour, you can enjoy this episode and you can listen and see all the wonderful, fun things. And if you are a Patreon supporter, congratulations. Why are you not? You can see me in my gorgeous crown, which is pretty much the closest I'm going to get to Renaissance, I believe, this summer. But we are speaking with three fantastic creatives. And I am so grateful to introduce to you all. Julian Creates, Carmen Green, and Terrence Williams. And together, they represent something so powerful in the sewing community. They have done powerful work as individuals. They have changed culture. They have changed lives. They have made demands and held companies accountable. Even when it was uncomfortable, they take no BS from anyone and they step forward to create a space that is more loving, more inclusive, and more in line with what it means to be a free people. And I thank you, Julian. I thank you, Carmen. I thank you, Terrence, for this powerful work. The three of them have also combined to create the Black Sewing Network on TikTok and on Instagram. And as such, they have been doing live sewing for Beyonce's Renaissance Tour and other places as well. So thank you so much and welcome, Julian, Carmen, and Terrence. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having us.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Y'all are incredible. So for real, for real, I was minding my own business. And, you know, I like to plan my content very far ahead because I'm a nerd. And I also have a bit of anxiety. And it helps me to know that this is what I'm doing in July. This is what I am doing in August. But then I saw this. (laughs) And this is a picture of Carmen Green in Paris. Yes. Looking absolutely stunning. And I was like, (gasps) oh, This needs to be an episode. Like, what? So can you tell us, where are you? What is your mood? And what was it like seeing the show in Paris?
2: First of all, thanks again for having us, Lisa. But my first sort of thought and inclination about going to Paris was looking at what the tickets in the U.S. cost. And I think all of us were experiencing the same level of anxiety about, number one, being able to get the tickets, and number two, the cost of the tickets. Yes. And, you know, going to Paris has always been a dream of mine for well over a decade. And I was like, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan and not only Beyonce, but Jay-Z. And as a lot of you may know, him and Kanye have a song called Negroes in Paris. Yes. So I hit up my closest friends and I was like, let's be some Negroes in Paris. And everybody was like, we're with it. And I was like, what? So it was collectively six of us. Yes, six of us went to Paris. Julian, Terrence and myself went live on the first day of her tour in general, international tour. And I knew then I was like, I'm not making something that everyone will see. So I did make something else. So I started giving people ideas and inspiration, but I knew immediately I had to like turn up in Paris and I was like, I'm going to use a costume pattern. So that was my sort of thought. But Paris was amazing. The crowd could have been a little bit more exciting. But, you know, it's fine. Me and my crew, we did it up for Beyonce. And that was actually Blue her inaugural performance as well. So it was just a very exciting time to be there, be in Paris. And, you
0: know, I just truly enjoyed myself. It sounds really incredible. And I like that you turn to costumes. And it's also funny because as folks who are consummate creators, I feel as though you three give a lot of background and a lot of detail about your work. So what made you turn to I'm looking at the picture now of your fabrics and the costume pattern itself. What are the elements that you were going for by using this costume pattern?
2: So initially I was trying to avoid all show footage because I was like, okay, I'm going to Beyonce. I'm going to go there about two weeks after her tour, but I couldn't avoid it. And so I started seeing her costumes and her dancers. And I was like, I want to look like I'm going to be on stage. So I had this costume by Yaya for, you know, McCall's Yaya yes. costume for well over a year. And I was like, mm. I thought, you know, this might work. And so that's what I decided to go with. So I used spandex for the majority of it. Spandex and like a metallic sort of stretch material. And under it, I saw this gorgeous embroidery, embroidered mesh. So I used that as a contrast and it just really popped. People were asking me to take pictures left and right. I felt like Beyonce. So it was just, you know, incredible. Now, is this the same piece? That's something different. So that's something that I drafted or I started draping and working on when I was on live with Terrence and Julian. I wanted to sort of highlight Julian's, Nomi Padner, who I was. Ironica's Domi pattern. I was like, you know, you can use existing, pre-existing patterns that you have, and this is how you can sort of pimp it out. That is why I did this particular look to give people inspiration, but I knew I wasn't probably going (laughs) to.
0: Now, I'm excited because it looks like, Terrence, you have on a Renaissance or Renaissance-friendly outfit right now. It is really beautiful. One of the things I love about your looks, Terrence, is that you really play to your strengths. And I really love the way that your shoulders are just so elegant. It just does such a remarkable job of enhancing your general poise. What are you thinking in terms of your look for Renaissance?
3: So I worked on it on live with Carmen and Julian. It's actually a butterick pattern that is a t-shirt that has this little cape. But I knew that I wanted to extend the shirt to a dress and I wanted to extend the cape to be floor length. So I just wanted all the sequins, all the drama. I just wanted everything there. I
0: can not Weight. And one of the things I do appreciate is, again, how the Black Sewing Network generates such powerful community. Like it really is such a wonderful thing to watch folks come together, share ideas, be all in the comments, you know, fussing at each other or giving resources to each other. Like, oh, I got two of these. What size do you need? I think I might have an extra. You know, these are the kind of things that I think community can do and community can create.
2: And the funny thing about it is I was laughing at the screen because Black Soul Network, when it comes to Beyonce, though, we're like a community divided. It's all fun. I have heard. I've heard of the heresy
0: that you speak of, and we shall have none of it here.
1: Call it what it is. None it of it. Heresy. Yep.
0: And nobody write me because you know me. I'll tell you the whole truth. Listen, listen, there's some things we're going to do and some things we're going to not do. That part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so tell me about the division among the family. How did you all resolve that? Or do you just say, you know what? We can agree to disagree in love.
1: We haven't resolved it at all. I was
0: going to say, is there any resolve, fellas?
1: We enjoy... The disagreement allows for commotion and allows for yes. conversation It yeah. allows for just friendly banter between everybody. I think there is just that mutual respect amongst the community. So even yeah. you know how far to take it. We keep it. Human. Yes. I mean, because it's all in love.
0: Exactly, I think
1: that we can all appreciate Black artistry at its finest yes. in all different platforms, and basically, in sewing, that's what we're doing. We're practicing our own Black artistry, that's so right. we are just kind of honing that creativity towards this one mark in terms of an artist who has been an epitome of artistry for this generation, while honoring other generations as well. So, absolutely, just kind of it allows for just a friendly banter and conversation but also just kind of sharing of ideas, sharing of our own histories around music, because people share like, I remember when this came out and stuff like that. And it really is a more of an intergenerational conversation.
0: The slogan of the Stitch Please podcast is that we will help you get your stitch Together, And now we're bringing it to you in a new way. The Stitch is a newsletter from Black Women's Stitch, and I am delighted to tell you about it. What do you get when you sign up for the Black Women's Stitch newsletter? You get to hear what's happening with Black Women's Stitch in the Stitch Please podcast. Events that we've had, events that are coming up, contests for prizes, live shows, social media meetups, IRL meetups, episodes of the podcast that you might have missed, as well as opportunities to learn and sew in community with other black makers across the country and across the world. You'll learn also about some actual stitches. We will help you get your stitch together with continuing education for your sewing life. Oh, my goodness, y'all. I am so excited for this newsletter. It's always things I want to tell you, you know, but how? Well, now we have the stitch. Sign up using the link in the show notes or on our website. We look forward to helping you get your stitch together soon. It's really remarkable, I think, when you think she's been in the industry for more than 25 years. Yeah. So in some ways, she has almost an entire lifetime of music. And so it's even hard to determine, like, it's not so much even generational because I feel as though she's constantly reinventing herself and that there's people who find her anew, like people who might've been not so excited about Destiny's Child necessarily. I think Lemonade for lots of people was such a powerful turning. I gave a final exam in my Black women writers class that was based on lyrics from Lemonade. The class was Black Women Writers 1950 to 2000. We read, you know, works by Zora Neale Hurston, Dorothy West. We read a lot of those early stories, Gwendolyn Brooks. And I was still able to take a line from Lemonade and use it as a way to hook students. And they really enjoyed it so much that one of my students, I still have this email. She sent me an email. The title of the email was, Professor, what are you going to say about me at my funeral now that you've killed me? (laughs) Ha (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love it. 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 And I opened it up and she was like, this has been the best final exam I have ever had. And it was open book, open note, because I just want them to dig into their own deep understandings of the literature we've discussed. There are no like right answers beyond what you can kind of reasonably argue and prove. So I like to try to make cheat proof exams too, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so if lemonade is the question, you really have to understand what I'm asking. And they did that and that really excited them. But I think too that not everybody has to like everything. Uh And that's okay too. And that is just okay. Now I'm super excited about this, your shorts, Julian. And I think especially the binding. I am a sucker for some bias binding. I tell you, I really think for real, for real, bias binding is my love language. (laughs) I mean, when I tell you I have three boxes of homemade, I don't buy it, I make it and I make it dozens and dozens of yards because I like to use that continual bias method and just all of that. I love a bias tape. So tell me what we're looking at here.
1: So currently in the picture, you are looking at the inside of the shorts. I'm making a short set to wear to the Beyonce concert when I go to the location in Louisville, Kentucky. And this is my first time working with like lace and especially like a sequence lace. And it's fitting because this is basically my first large musical concert. Hmm. So I was like, she's coming close enough. I have to take this opportunity. Yes. So with that, I said, we're going to go out and take this opportunity with something new as well. So using a pattern that I know that works well for me, that is fitting my style, hits at classic menswear, but really allowing it to be a great canvas for some fun fabric. And this rainbow sequin lace is a fun fabric. And this bias really kind of covers all the edges so that there's nothing like really rough against my skin. And then I added satin for the hems as well as for the waistband. And it will be matching with the shirt as well.
0: One of the things I was wondering was, what is it do you think that makes people want to dress up for a Beyonce concert? Why don't you just go in the clothes you already have you know what? First of all, she' not going to see you, right? You're going to be in the dark. You're going to be far away. What is the point really at the end of the day of spending your time and your energy to go to dress up for a show? I am saying this as someone who is practicing being a great interviewer by saying ridiculous questions. But what would be the point, Terrence? You are a man of many talents and very little time, and yet you are taking your creative energies to create something spectacular. What is the motivation behind that? Beyonce might see Terrence, actually. (laughs) Like, no, Terrence, tell her where you sitting. Where are you sitting?
3: I'm in VIP.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. so I
3: think it's just the cultural significance. I think this concert and the Coachella Beachella concert were just so different. Like the cultural impact of that, especially for Beachella, it was celebrating everything black, being proud to be black, whether it was. Historically black colleges, whether it was steppers, whether it was marching bands. So just to be able to celebrate that and replicate those outfits. And I mean, the music comes from such a iconic album. I think it was really important specifically for black people to show up and make our stuff because it was a celebration of us. And for Renaissance, I think it's really important because it's everything LGBTQ plus really celebrating us, specifically the black people within that culture and the people of color within that culture so it's really important for us to be like okay we have to show up because this whole renaissance album is our it's for us it's our songs it's our music it's our dances it's the voguing it's the fans it's the hand claps it's everything so i think you would kind of be doing a disservice if you didn't put on a little sequin or glitter and show out for her because truly is a celebration of our culture
0: It's so beautiful. And what I appreciate about what you've described is a kind of mutual recognition that you recognize that there is so much to be seen and that this is a reflection. I just think that's such a powerful claim. Thank you so much for sharing that. Carmen, how about you? You made your dream come true to go to Paris and you got to see someone you loved in Beyonce. You've done all of this wonderful things. You have another set of outfits, I'm sure.
2: I'm working on it. I'm working on that. Cause I do plan to go domestically. I want to be around my folks. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Parisian. It was cool. It was an experience, but I still need to be around my people. Do you think it wasn't as hype because of the language barrier or because of the cultural? I thought about that, but I don't know Selena. I think music is the thing that binds us regardless of like if you go to Asia, some Asian countries, they may not know a lick of English, but they will be able to replicate or sing or blur yes. out any American song. So I don't think that's it. I think Parisians just are stush. And I just think that it's just the culture over there and that's fine for them. But I know what kind of experience I want. And to Terrence's point, like the LGBTQIA plus community has such a huge influence on my style personally. And I thought I was going to show up to a ball. And that's what I wanted. I wanted that experience for myself. So I'm like, no, you got to show up and show out. And I wanted to see more of that. So I think the U.S., I think we are going to do that. I'm prepared for that moment. Yeah, like that's what I thought I was coming to. I was like, we are a visitor to their sort of occasion and we need to rise to the occasion as such. Yeah. So I've been making my like, this is a former Beyonce outfit. You don't have to like know how to sew from scratch. You can do a lot of hats and Upcycles or whatever. But I've been sewing my outfits for Beyonce's concert probably since 2011, 2010. Uh, I've been to every wow. single one of them. Yeah, I actually went on Good Morning America and won ticket to her concert when she afterwards. Oh my gosh. I did, yeah. That was the first Beyonce Fool outfit I completed as a sewing many years ago I have to send you I'll send you please
0: do I would love to see that
2: yeah I showed up on Good Morning America in a B costume to Wincock I've been about this making custom Beyonce fit for well over a decade like I'm a fan 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 so listen it's just like show up and show out show up and show out for mother don't play Spark even though we're the same age.
0: I love this idea, too, that ballroom culture is something that is specific to Black, queer, Black, trans folks. And that as Black, cis-identified folks like you and I, Carmen, we are being invited. Yeah. And to respect that space. And you do that by being courteous and mindful. And the way that we tend to do that is to kind of honor the looks that are so spectacular and so generative. This is an occasion. Yeah. So you will dress for the occasion. Yeah. You said it's going to be one of your first concerts that you've been to. Tell me about that.
1: This is my first like major concert of a major music artist ever at 36. I did not put effort into going to others, but this came close. And I was like, I really want to go to this one. So I made it happen. You know, this is going to be a new experience. And I was really excited just about doing this new experience. As most of my friends know, I'm a homebody. I will stay at the house. So all my friends were like, shocked that I'm about to be outside for a little bit. But yeah, I'm excited. I've always been a fan of Beyonce. I'm one of those fans that go back to Destiny's Child, Say My Name and before. So this is really exciting just to kind of go and experience it in person.
0: I mean, this is so fantastic. The backstitch is a reinforcing stitch sewn by hand or stitched by machine. The backstitch is a return with a purpose on the stitch. Please podcast. Our new backstitch series will recall early and or favorite episodes of the podcast and the best news. It's hosted by you. Yes. You. Thank you. You. Do you have a favorite stitch please podcast episode? Let us know by leaving a voice memo on our website. Five minutes max. Let us know what episodes you love and why other people will love it too. And if we use your message on the show, you will receive an honoraria. So remember, the backstitch makes us seem stronger. Leave us a message so that your contribution can make the Stitch Please podcast that much stronger. You can find the link at the blackwomenstitch.org website or just click on it in the show notes for this episode. I just wondered if you could share a few sewing tips for sewing with some of the Renaissance themed fabrics. And I'm curious to see what you all consider Renaissance fabrics. I think that I've seen a lot of glitter. I've seen a lot of sheer lace. I've seen a lot of stretch mesh. And for some folks, these fabrics could be a little challenging to sew with. Is this in line with how you see what a Renaissance fabric might be? And what kind of tips would you offer for someone who might be working with these for the first time?
1: So definitely from what we have seen thus far in the tour, we have definitely seen a lot of designer couture pieces and really calling back to some very avant-garde designers that we have not seen in a while, such as Paco Rabanne, such as Courage. You're going to see a lot of your big sequence, your payettes, shiny. You are seeing a lot of your spandex and mesh, but a lot of beading. So Mm. it might not be a fabric that you need to use, but think about your jewelry and your accessories if you are wanting to pull that in. Do not think that you got to sew fast, especially with the newer fabric. If you're trying to make something, go slow. Hmm. So that means that planning does need to be a little bit involved here. Get to know your sewing machine and practice before you up here start to try to sew your main garment. It might not be your regular universal needle. You might need like a jersey or I love Microtex for some of these fabrics. Me too. Um, Especially if you're using something that is metallic as well as stretch, a Microtex needle might be really beneficial for you. Yes. And if you're doing something with a bright fabric, you might want to not do something with a lot of design. You might want to do something simple, such as a bodysuit or something like that. I mean, really allow the fabric to be the wow of it.
0: I love that and Carmen I'm going to ask you the fear that stops me from sewing with sequins how do you sew that gorgeous shirt and not pop your eye out I am convinced <laughs> I'm going to be sewing minding my business in a sequin <laughs> I'm going to hit a sequin it's going to hit me in my already bad eyes <laughs> and then that's going to be it for me wear goggles wear goggles no I'm just like okay this. Okay, no. that's reasonable <laughs> that is a reasonable suggestion but you have on this great members only they shirt that you upcycled repurposed I did I just took a sweatshirt shirt and just add a sequin sleeve. That's essentially all I do. And this
2: is like you can make this with your cricket Machine. So it doesn't have to be anything overly complex. Like focus on just getting the sleeves in. So this is something that you know you don't have to make a garment from scratch can do. I've been seeing a lot of girlies go to the thrift store or get some shorts and just add some trim. Smart. So you can keep it simple, add some trim to the bottom. You can do things like that. But definitely sequence and spandex, I saw a lot of it and I love it. I've loved it, always loved it. Get a lot of needles. Julian always says, Carmen, buy needles and bulk for Huawei. You know, just buy needles and bulk because what sequence you are going to bring me. That's just inevitable. And that's okay. Like Julian said, just take your time, have fun with it. I wouldn't say get a glue gun, maybe pull out the glue. I know, I know. I'm just saying E6000. No, glue
1: is hot. You are outside for this concert in summer.
0: Yeah, so for my DIY girlie's Oh, that's a good point. Don't use heat activated glues. That's a good point.
2: Listen, all by experience, all my auntie sewers are gonna be like, Carmen, why would you advise? I'm just saying, like in the crunch, if you have to like dab it a little bit, have that on cue. Hand sewing, you might have to do a little bit of hand sewing as well. But yeah, definitely buy an excess of heavy duty needles for your sequence project. Don't try to make it the night before. Especially if a you're lot in time.
0: That lets you sew a little bit slower. Now, Terrence, we are now twins. And I think joining Julian because we have the same serger. And I'm wondering, did you use your new Bernina serger in constructing the work that you're making for Renaissance?
3: I did not because my outfit is all sequin. So I was not Ooh. about to destroy my Bernina for Beyonce. I wasn't about to do it. We love
2: you. We love you, B, but no.
3: (laughs) I love my Bernina. I really do, but I wasn't risking it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you put it on your standard machine and you said, we're going to make the dream work.
3: I put it on my tried and true, my brother, limited edition project runway. And I use heavy duty needles because I do not have the patience to take off every sequin. I don't do that. That's the recommended method. But unless I go rogue, just get some. Neither do I, Terrence. Neither do I. I just pray. But yeah, you just invest in really good heavy duty needles and just go slow and be patient and don't get frustrated when needles break because they are going to break. That's like the top advice I have for working with sequin fabric.
0: We're going to wrap up and I'm going to ask you all the question I ask everybody at the close of the Stitch Please podcast. And that is the slogan of the Stitch Please podcast is that we will help you get your stitch together. I'm going to start with Terrence in reverse alphabetical order. Terrence. What advice would you offer our listening audience today in the context of this beautiful tour launching here in the U.S.? How would you help us get our stitch together?
3: I would say, don't be afraid to be yourself. Step out of your comfort zone, do something a little out of the ordinary. This is your one chance to really go all out. If you're going to the concert, or even if you're just watching it on a live stream with your friends and getting all dressed up, whatever, this is the one time to celebrate you and celebrate your uniqueness and just be really proud of who you are. I'm so excited that I'm going to be going with my best friend and we're both getting dressed up and we just get to celebrate being ourselves and super gay. And I'm just really excited.
0: (laughs) I love that. And, you know, every time I hear the song Heated, I say to myself, this is Terrence's favorite song. (laughs) I think that song is called Heated, parenthesis, Terrence Williams' favorite song. I listen to this album almost every day and every day I say, look, it's Heated, Terrence Williams' favorite song. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm delighted that you're going to be there. How about you, Carmen? What advice would you give? This is from someone who has already been and seen her in Paris, but to see her in the U.S. with an audience that feels a bit more like siblings and nibblings. Talk a little bit about what advice would you give to help us get our stitch together?
2: Just do something that brings you joy and that allows you to live in your like happy place. Because when you're there... You're going to be enjoying, like living in the moment, experiencing her and just, you know, be comfortable, but at the same time, be fabulous. But at the same time, just embrace, like Terrence said, embrace who you are. Try something new. Take a risk, because what you'll see is you'll see a lot of that represented on stage. You'll see a lot of different people. You'll see a lot of different figures and images represented. You're going to see something on stage that is in you. So I just feel like, you know, showing up as yourself, living out loud, enjoying the moment, living in the moment. And just creating something out of that sort of sentiment will lend itself to you having
0: the best experience of your life. You're going to enjoy the show. Just enjoy it. I love that. And Julian, for your first concert, for someone who has sat out and said, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I got music at the house. You are now dressing up. I can see your shirt in the background. The shorts are looking amazing and they're already done. What advice would you give to our listeners to help us get our stitch together?
1: I think if no other time but now, you have been given the permission to be extra. So be extra. Have fun. Literally concentrate yourself down to an essence and show up. That's the best way to think of it. We are in the summer of acceptance of ourselves. So I don't care if you got the summer body or if straight up in winter. Come out, show out, show skin, have fun.
0: I love it. I love it. And on that note... Thank you so much to Julian Collins, to Carmen Green and Terrence Williams. We are so grateful for you all sharing your time with us today to talk about the kickoff day of Beyonce's Renaissance Tour here in the U.S. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Come back next week, y'all. We'll help you get your stitch together. You've been listening to Stitch, Please, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week for stories that center Black women, girls, and femmes in sewing. We invite you to join the Black Women's Stitch Patreon community with giving levels beginning at $5 a month. Your contributions help us bring the Stitch Please podcast to you every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And come back next week and we'll help you get your stitch together.